listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm Tiny. Sitting across from me is John Long. Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a little bit. (laughs) But it's good to be back in the chair. Well... Yeah, it's just everybody knows this time of the year is really busy. Right. I have a million Christmas things to go to every year. Mm-hmm. Like we have to do both sides of Dieter's family, both sides of my family, kids programs, work parties, scout parties, all kind of Christmas mm-hmm. stuff. It's a little overwhelming. Yes, it definitely can be. Yeah. Can we shift some of this to like Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, Every time we do that, we're going to have people start complaining about Christmas stuff being up when it's supposed to be Thanksgiving. Got, we can just have a Thanksgiving party where we play Dirty Turkey instead of Dirty, dirty Santa. I I don't know. I don't care how many people are down with this or not. But for me personally, I view pretty much all of the fall as just the holiday time. I agree. You know. Yeah. October 1st till End New year. Year's right. for me is just, that's that's the holiday that's, time. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, what, what was great about your Christmas? Let's just hit that first. <laughs> well, I love Christmas, but, and we were talking about this, I think my favorite part about Christmas is actually December 26th. Yes. When all the visiting, I love seeing my family. Sure. But all that. Every all the kids have their gifts. The visits have been made. Cookies have been baked. I've had all the whatevers. Now we can just relax. Just chill. Yes. That's good. Um, my favorite part, which I texted you about, is uh Hudson on Christmas Eve went to church with his girlfriend mm-hmm. to Church of the Highlands. <laughs> And which campus? <laughs> Don't they have multiple campuses? This is a Tuscaloosa campus. <laughs> okay. Which I'll get to that too. <laughs> and uh so we're in our church at Carroll's Creek Baptist doing normal Carroll's Creek Baptist Christmas time stuff. And I get a text from them that says uh Highlands is kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. To which I replied, CCBC, which is where where I go to church. You no longer go to church there. <laughs> I used to go there. I was like, it's not so bad, is it? And he was like, nope, I missed the hymns and beefing with Brian because <laughs> <laughs> Hudson attempts to help with the sound system sometimes. And apparently Brian likes to tell Hudson what to do. Yeah. Hudson's a lot like his dad. He's not meant to be ruled by many men. <laughs> There's only a select few. Yes. And uh, if so you want to tell me what to do, you need to sign my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he said that, and then so when he, once he got home, I was like, "Well, tell me about it. What was it like?" He was like, "The only song they sang that I knew was Silent Night." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, cool. And he was like, and then we get done with all the singing. He was like, that lasted forever. And he was like, and then it was time for the preaching. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, where's the preacher at? And they lower this video screen, and he's just talking on a video screen. And he was like, I didn't like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I could have stayed home and watched that. I could do that at home. (laughs) Right. 
So yeah, he did not enjoy the Church of the Highlands. All right. Made me proud. <laughs> That's right. So we're Baptist. <laughs> we don't have fun at our church. Yeah. Yeah. So no offense to anybody who goes to Church of Highlands, by the way. I think they probably do some really great stuff. I don't know a lot about them. You know, I see I think, a lot about them. I think my neighbor Richard goes there. Oh, or yeah. he was for a while. A lot of people do. Yeah. I think a uh, lady that I, I mean, work I mean, with goes there. I was going to say, they've got... Oh, what, they got a million members. Huge yeah. buildings. So, right. yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure they're doing good things. I don't I don't have any, like, complaints about the Church of the Highlands just because I don't know a lot about them. Mm-hmm. So, I just know there are a lot of people there. Right. Which is fine. It's, that's not an indicator that bad things are going on, that we're just tickling people's ears and not laying the gospel out every Sunday. I don't know. Hudson just wasn't a fan. Hudson was definitely not a fan. <laughs> All right. That made me proud. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you got as far as stories this week? Uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some people who got caught going through TSA at the airport. Okay. Uh, got a Rudy Giuliani story. And we got a Tesla story. Okay, yeah. nice. I have a story about giving the wrong thing for Christmas. Okay. I have a story about MRI machines that were recalled by Phillips. But I was going to start with this one. Denver Zoo didn't know who the father of a baby orangutan was. What do you do, John? No. I don't know. <laughs> I guess you got to grill that young lady. <laughs> you call Mari Povich. Oh, what of you course. Do. <laughs> Uh, they called him in to deliver the paternity results. <laughs> I would love to see a kangaroo like moonwalking across the stage because he's not the father. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he had to sign to the orangutan. <laughs> right. You are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> the paternity of a baby orangutan born at the Denver Zoo was a mystery to staff. So they went to the paternity test expert, Mari Povich. Povich himself, a father of three, is best known for hosting a tabloid talk show where paternity tests were revealed to surprised guests. The segment usually ended in one of two ways, with Povich saying, you are not the father or you are the father. Sure. Siska, the orangutan, is four months old, but it was unclear if her father was 30-year-old Barangi or 16-year-old Jaya. Oh, that's problematic. <laughs> Easy <Zeus> there. Said. <laughs> the old, old orangutan man. <laughs> old dirty old orangutan. <laughs> On Monday, the zoo revealed that they were settling the paternity debate. The DNA results are in, and we're delighted to share that we now know who Siska's father is, the zoo said in a post on X. Stay tuned tomorrow for this special announcement from an extra special guest. That special guest was Mari Povich, who recorded himself opening the results in a tuxedo. Fresh off receiving the Daytime Emmy's Lifetime Achievement Honor, Mari Povich is here to help us announce the paternity results for Siska, the four-month-old Sumatran orangutan. Like he would on his own show, he amped up the drama as he opened the manila envelope containing the results. This one, this is really important, he said, when it comes to the orangutan, four-month-old Siska, Bernai, you are the father. So it was the, uh, it was the old, old man the orangutan. Old man. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> I wonder, does he like old oranges or bananas in like... <laughs> Child support, back child support. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Povich, 84, was honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award at the ceremony. His show, Mari, ended in 2022 after 31 years. Wow, I had no idea it went that long. Just yeah. last year. Wow. That's, that's crazy. A, that's kind of amazing. <laughs> a, well, we've done stories on this show before about how many people are mistaken oh, yeah. about who their dad is. Yeah. No, so. I got some doubts in my own household. Uh, oh, do you, I don't imagine you've ever been a real big fan of daytime talk shows. No. When I was an early adolescent, yeah. you know, 12, 13, during the summers, there wasn't a lot. It's not like I could go anywhere. Sure. And I, I, well, on, and my, when I was staying with my dad, like he didn't have any other kids on his street. That was my age. Right. That's so, a tough one. So typically it involved me waking up and eating cereal and then sitting on the couch watching TV until he came home that afternoon from right. work. And then we would get out and we would ride the go-kart or go yeah. run errands or whatever. But yeah, I watched a lot of uh was it twenty five thousand dollar pyramid? Oh yes. That's a great show. <laughs> a lot of a lot of game shows. Press your luck, maybe. <laughs> Press your luck. Sure. I love Pressure Luck. It's the Price most, is right. Price is right. Pressure luck is the most eighties game show like cocaine fueled, like <laughs> just keep trying to do get it and yeah. then you lose everything. I love Pressure Luck. Have you ever seen on YouTube that guy who, oh, who hacked it? He, he watched like yeah. vi he videotaped it sure. and watched hours of the show and he learned the pattern of the light. How, how you how yeah. you get it to hit what you want. Yeah, and then buddy. they didn't want to give him his money. I know he cleaned them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a whole documentary on it. I watched yeah, it. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um I watched a lot of uh Jenny Jones. I don't know if you remember Jenny <laughs> I remember Jones. Jenny Jones. <laughs> she would do this is well. Is that the one where the uh, the audience would chant "Go, Jenny"? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but well before the, she was on the cutting edge of our transgender movement. Okay, and they would have "Is it a man or is it not?" Like beauty pageants, <laughs> <laughs> and people would vote. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, I think uh, like. Uh, I don't remember the circumstances, but she got took off the air because maybe like a, a guy went on a date with what he thought was a lady and they kissed or whatever. And then they're like, surprise, it's a dude. And he ended up like killing himself. Oh, or, I know exactly what you're talking okay. about because I watched a documentary about this. <laughs> sure. It was a guy. He was brought on the show because he had a secret admirer. Yeah, a secret maybe that's crush. what it was. Yeah. And he's he's assuming, I guess he's just being a cis white male straight sure. guy. He's Privileged. thinking he's thinking he's going to show up, and some girl, yeah, is he's going to reveal that she likes him. Well, it was a dude. That happens, and he got made fun of. He went back to work. <laughs> he got made fun of, and why would anybody? Man? That's not even <laughs> under his control. I mean, You're like, dude, man, I can't help who likes me. Yes, I'm attractive. Yeah, I didn't say I liked them back. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he uh, he he went crazy, and yeah. he like ended up showing up at the guy's house, and like, yeah, yeah that's what it was shooting him. Yeah, they took Jenny off the hair. Yeah, I loved Jenny Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't know, um, but I never watched a ton of Maury because it all seemed like it was just you know who's the baby daddy right. episodes, and after a while that gets a little old. Mm -hmm. But doing it for orangutans is like. <laughs> 
What is Maury going to talk about today? Oh, another slut who don't know her baby daddy. <laughs> For real, what is up with the ladies? And the dudes, too, yeah. you know, that are like, I, that ain't my baby or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for the ladies that are like, well, I've slept with like five guys in this three day stretch. But I think it's this guy. But I think it's this guy. And I really they, need some money. Right. <laughs> He's the only one with a job. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Different strokes for different folks. As hilarious as it was to. When it when it ended up not being the guy that they drugged down there, sure, and put on a set and yes. filmed backflips, <laughs> that was hilarious. But that did get old after a while. The better part was the lady getting mad and like running off stage, and then following her backstage and everything. Yeah, and like you've been saying for years that that Tiny was the father of your child, <laughs> and she's like all broken up about it because yeah. he's not. You know, that was always my favorite part. Like, corner back, corner that slut back there. <laughs> Who would have asked me, why do you say you're not the father? Well, Amari, because I'm still a virgin. Foolproof <laughs> <laughs> boy. Foolproof boy. Yeah. Um, but that's, uh, it's interesting they called Amari out of retirement. Yeah, yeah. To do that, which I'm sure he was glad to do it. You know, that's a fun story. I would think at, what, 83? I would think you don't have a whole lot going on. Yeah, right. You're just chilling out, probably playing golf, you mm-hmm. know, hanging out. Isn't he married to Connie Chung? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he's married to Connie Chung. I could be making that up like Dragons Eat Gold. <laughs> <laughs> People forget. <laughs> Dragons do eat gold. <laughs> but, but I think he's married to Connie Chung, so maybe he's just they hang out together, probably play a you know, bridge down at the country club mm-hmm. and, and chill out, just be rich TV celebrities or something. And when he gets mad and he wants to insult somebody, he tells them they're not the father yeah, of right. what they, who they think their kid is. Whoever he thinks. <laughs> he like loses a golf match. He's like, your son is not yours. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm the father. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of old white dudes, let's talk about Rudy Giuliani. Okay. It's been not a great week for Rudy. I, I don't know. Maybe past couple of weeks we haven't been together. He's really uh, he's had a rough stretch. I'm gonna tell you what. Here from the time they had that press conference at the landscaping place, <laughs> the Four Seasons yes. landscaping. <laughs> that, that was the beginning of his downfall. Yes. Then you remember he got like, got caught in a room with like some young girl. They like reversed uh, yeah. Project Veritas team. Well, if that, if it's what I'm thinking of, it was what Sasha Baron Conan or whatever. He, yeah, he right. was doing like some one of a Borat too. Right. So it wasn't anything. No, but I mean, they tried to tro- they tried to they make tried it. trick him. Yeah, but, I mean, still embarrassing because definitely embarrassing. He had like hair dye, like sure. sweating down the sides of his head. Yeah. Well. Uh, President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, was listed among the many individuals and companies Rudy Giuliani owes money to after (laughs) filing for bankruptcy. (laughs) Thursday's court file revealed that Donald Trump's former attorney filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy as he found himself enveloped in several costly legal cases stemming from his actions following the 2020 election. Notably, Giuliani owes $148 million 
for defaming two Georgia election workers in his attempt to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in favor of Trump. A federal judge judge ruled on Wednesday that Giuliani should have started to pay what he owed for for defaming Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Shea Moss, immediately. He had already been required to pay the two's legal fees and penalties for a total of $230,000. Conservative media outlet One America News Network. <laughs> uh, that's O-A-N-N. That's okay, right. got you. I don't know if you the remember. The network. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the head coach of Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy. I'm a man. Yes. I'm 40. He got in trouble for wearing an O-A-N-N t-shirt like he one day. What you can't wear a t-shirt with OAN well, they were on like, it? you know, you're a you're uh you're a white right wing nut job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's probably just like somebody mailed me this t-shirt. I don't remember what his excuse was. I think he came out and was like, I'm sorry. I coach a lot of black players. I probably shouldn't come out as a Republican. Um <laughs> uh, uh anyways, uh they were immediate, they were initially involved in the same lawsuit, but, was dis, but were dismissed after settling with the two election workers. Um, so, anyways, Giuliani had to file for bankruptcy because he's trying to get out of paying all this money. Right. Uh, the document shows a longtime Trump ally estimates uh, between one million and ten million in assets insufficient to pay the cost of his many legal assets. According to the filing, Giuliani owes one hundred and fifty-three million. Um, spurring from existing or potential debt claims to up to 49 creditors. I'm trying to get down to just just tell me the bottom line. We're, how interested, much does he, we're interested in one creditor. Yeah, how much does he owe Hunter Biden? Uh, Hunter Biden, on September 26th, filed a civil lawsuit against Giuliani and his former attorney, alleging the two had tried to hack his personal devices. Uh, the lawsuit filed in federal court in California the president's son, the two caused the total annihilation of his digital privacy and violated federal and or state computer privacy legislation trying to hack his devices. Oh, wait a second. Hold on a second. You're talking about the computer that bears all the yeah, everything hallmarks of it. Russian disinformation? That one? That was all Russian disinformation. <laughs> if it's all Russian disinformation, then why does Rudy Giuliani owe him a penny? Right. It- <laughs> <laughs> it is unknown how much money Hunter Biden's lawsuit sought from Giuliani. Uh, Castello, the other guy in the lawsuit, himself recently sued Giuliani to recover $1 million in unpaid legal bills. So that's how the article ends. So gotcha. we don't know how much he owes Hunter Biden, mm-hmm. but um, it's kind of funny that he does. <laughs> also... Uh, Maybe this is just me, but is it fair to have it both ways? You know, like on the one hand, hey, this isn't really his laptop, and we're not going to talk about it because this is disinformation. Yeah. All, yeah. Oh, by the way, you owe me millions of dollars right. for giving this. Well, here's the other thing. Did they even story. have to hack into it? I thought the dude at the computer shop was like, hey, FBI, there's a lot of weird stuff on here. <laughs> I think he was supposed to be repairing it. Hunter Biden probably gave him all the passwords to it. And we're looking at as a massive dong for the next (laughs) election cycle. Yeah. I mean, I I don't remember the exact details, but it was something like he took that laptop to a repairman and 
when when he left it with him, he had something like three months, six months, yeah, to come pick it up. After which time it was forfeited, right? And then he looked on there. Who wouldn't? Sure. He's like, well, it's mine now. <laughs> he gave it to the FBI. Yeah. The FBI is like, we're not doing anything with this. Well, they were like, <laughs> clearly this is all fake. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to do anything with it. We're too busy trying to like set up sting operations. Sure. We're trying to talk people into kidnapping in the governor of Michigan. Yes. We're too busy letting people into the Capitol building. We can't deal with this. They took Trump off the ballot in Colorado. Have we talked about that? Yet? No, we haven't talked for we've been a while. Yeah. They took him off the ballot for insurrection, you know, like whatever, aiding and abetting an insurrection. But I mean, it's the primary ballot. So I don't think yeah. it's that big a deal. Well, I saw somewhere where the Republicans were like, we'll just go to a caucus and he'll be on there anyways. What y'all going to do about it? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how all that stuff works. I just thought it was funny. They were like, no, you can't be on the ballot. <laughs> it is a funny situation where. Because my, my assumption is that all the people who are currently running for yeah. the Republican primary don't want him to be on the ballot. No, absolutely but not. But they can't say that because right. if they say that, they're going to like make a huge part of the voting the base angry at him. Yes. yes. Yeah. So it's, it's funny to see them, you know, you, you know that behind their fake like, smiling yes. face, they can't stand him. <laughs> yes. But then they have to stand up and like kiss his butt <laughs> in front of the masses. They're all like, <laughs> I got a shot at winning one state. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say once again, I've said it many times on this podcast. I don't care if Trump is our president or not. I I goof off a lot and act like I love him. I don't care about Donald Trump hadn't lost an ounce of sleep over John Long's problems, right. and he never will. <laughs> I don't care about it. I do want to say what we have classified as an insurrection is the <laughs> lamest of all insurrections in the history of insurrections. Yes. We're being disingenuous with that. The master plan was yeah. to break in there. It's and still electric. Mike Pence yes. from verifying the. They were all gone. Well, for a little while they were there. That, those pictures of them like all cowering down behind their desk and stuff. Some of my favorite pictures of all time, <laughs> by the way. But there are a bunch of old people in there walking around and middle aged, you know, like people who honestly look a lot like me. <laughs> yes. Chubby white guys. And then, like, they were all like, well, we got to get to Olive Garden before <laughs> unlimited breadsticks in, and they just left. Yeah, in a day's time, they mm -hmm. broke in, quote unquote, broke in. <laughs> I say, yeah, quote unquote. With the then, whole time, Alex Jones standing outside <laughs> screaming, "Don't go in there! It's a trap!" <laughs> <laughs> the one voice of reason, Alex Jones. <laughs> He knew it from the beginning. Yeah. But uh and then yeah, they were all like, Well, I guess I guess we're kind of done here. Let's all go home. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Didn't set anything on fire. You know, I think of fires at least at the minimum when there's an insurrection. Mm -hmm. We forget somebody 
set a bomb off in that building once back in the 80s. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, I think, forgot. I think it was like an environmental group or okay. something like that. They were unhappy because mm-hmm. they're always unhappy about something. <laughs> say. <laughs> Whatever it was. Yeah, and they set a bomb off in the Capitol building. Huh. That's more insurrection than a bunch of old people waving American flags walking around taking selfies. With their despicable red hats on. Yeah, with their red hats on. <laughs> Some dude in a buffalo horn hat. <laughs> yeah. That's all I want to say. If Donald Trump doesn't get on every ballot in America because of that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But that's not an insurrection. What happened was not an insurrection. Right. Nobody tried to overthrow the government. We could have done a lot better if we wanted to do that. At least we want them to think we could. Yeah, right. <laughs> and what? Let's see. One Capitol policeman died, right? He like had a heart attack or something. <laughs> I don't know the specifics. I know that, uh, was it four protesters were shot? One a lady and got shot. One, yeah, one state. Yeah. Capitol police look, officer passed away. I'm all for shooting them. Like, that's what you <laughs> I mean, do. That's, I was about to say, they, they broke into yeah. the Capitol. Right. I feel like, yeah, that's fair. And if a guy's pointing a gun at you and says, quit kicking on this door and you keep kicking on it, well, you get what you get. Right. You know? <laughs> I feel sorry for that lady, but. <laughs> what you, he, he Kyle Rittenhouse him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you to stop. She got a little too caught up in the moment. Yeah. Took a couple to the chest and. Now she's with the Lord, hopefully. <laughs> right. I assume she's Christian because she's Republican. She went to that great Trump rally in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> we have the most beautiful mansions up here. I'm trying to make paradise great again. <laughs> what if? All right. I don't I'm not going to blaspheme the Lord. <laughs> I was just going to say, everything's, you know, like streets of gold in heaven. That's very Trump-like. <laughs> uh, Trump's not Jesus. No. Yeah. I, now, I got some, he, he I got some like, relatives who think he is. He would like you to think that. Oh, yeah. But he is not. I hadn't seen him walk on water yet. No. Yeah, you're going to have to do that first. Uh, well, anyway, my next story here, Phillips recalls 340 MRI machines because they may explode in an emergency. Okay. Have <laughs> you ever had serious. an MRI? I have not. I have haven't you? either. No. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm scared of them. <laughs> I was say, do they, uh, do they make like a plus size MRI machine? <laughs> they got to. They have to. I'm sure I they mean, do. this is America. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I, I've never had one, but I've uh, Dieter's had one before, and I had to like you know watch it happen or whatever. <laughs> watch it yeah, happen. through a window, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, that does not look fun at all. Huh. Like it is right up on you if you're claustrophobic at all. It can't be. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't just dope you up before they put you in there. If I ever have to get one, that's going to be my thing. Is just give me some drugs. I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Anyways. Well, anyway, Phillips is recalling hundreds of these around the globe over concerns that the medical imaging equipment could explode during normal operation, something a U.S. Food and Drug Administration bulletin states has already happened once before. Oh, boy. Wow. The Class 1, I'm I'm assuming that's their first class model, (laughs) recall, the most serious type, was published by the FDA online this week and warns owners of Phillips' panorama 1.0THFO magnetic residence imagers to discontinue use of the machines until a service technician is able to make a make corrective repairs. 
sold between 2001 and 2016. Wow, they've been <laughs> that's 15 years. That's a lot. That's a yeah. huge backlog to go through. Uh, the machines are employed broadly by medical facilities around the world to image the inside of patients' bodies. Today, 150 Panorama 1.0 THFO machines are operating in the United States, and there are reportedly 340 globally. The recall was issued after it was determined that during a quench, which is when a magnet, which is when the magnet coils are no longer at near absolute zero and they lose their superconductivity, the helium gas that's supposed to supercool the coils evaporates and could cause the device to rupture. Ordinarily, this gas would be vented out, but if that's blocked, the equipment may go pop. This, the bulletin notes, could result in property damage and or serious injury from chemical exposure, lack of oxygen, tissue damage, and medical trauma. During a quench, which is not common, the large amount of helium evaporates and is vented out. I just read that. Okay. <laughs> While a quench may not be common, it is, and it isn't terribly desirable, it can occur during normal operation if things go awry or be triggered manually in extreme circumstances by an operator pressing the magnet emergency stop button. According to the FDA filing, there has been one reported event in 22 years of a quench operation causing an explosion. Thankfully, no one was injured in that case. So, I mean, that's that's not you don't want to be that one. <laughs> you don't want to be that one event. Right. But I mean, that's I mean, cars, I don't think they go. <laughs> they operate that long and only have one event. <laughs> well, I like the name quench yeah. uh, or the term quench. <laughs> yeah. But that's tough, man. Because people are already afraid to get them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well, it might explode on you. <laughs> it's not going to make it easier. Well, I imagine you could get a good lawsuit out of it, though. Mm-hmm. Assuming it didn't like blow you up in the process. Right. I guess your kids, they get a good lawsuit. Yeah, true. Well, I mean, yeah, you're just taking your family, taking right. care of your family for forever. Mm-hmm. I, I would do that. I'd trade my life for financial <laughs> security for my family for the next few generations. Of course. Right. Uh, which I have pencil lead in me in two separate spots. Okay. Yeah, one by my eye and one on my leg. And I've always wondered if I have to get an MRI, would it like pull that stuff out? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Because, you know, you can't have metal. Like, <clears throat> they Hudson, say that people who have like uh, implants and stuff, they can't get them, right? Yeah, Hudson can't get one because of his pacemaker. Yeah. Which he no longer uses, by the way. I don't know if I... No, I didn't oh, know that. Yeah. Oh, it's, just one of many miracles the Lord has performed with Hudson. <laughs> right. Doesn't need it anymore. Hmm. Still has to tote it around, you know. It's like a paperweight now. But, yeah, doesn't it's turned off. He doesn't use it. He's fine. Huh. So, His heart was just like, don't it's, need it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if I told you one time. He was probably about 10. He wrote this thing that was like, I have declared myself cured from heart disease. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was being funny. But it may have worked. <laughs> <laughs> he spoken into existence. Well, his mama found out he hasn't been taking his Hudson hasn't taken baby aspirin every day um, to thin his blood because mm-hmm. you know his heart is all jacked up. Well, the other day Adrian was like, "Have you been taking your aspirin every day?" And he's like, eh, "More or less." You know, <laughs> he's like a fifteen-year-old kid. He's been taking aspirin every day his entire life. You know, we used to have to liquid. You give him liquid, mm-hmm. but 
now he he's been taking a pill since he could swallow pills, and that was very early on because he had to take medicine for forever. So for a long time, we used to ask him every day and remind him to take it, and then you know he was finally like, "Look, I got it, guys." The I'm way things top of the way yeah. things go. Yeah, you get lax. Well, we yeah. we trusted him, you know, because we've told him this is important. You mm-hmm. know, you need to do this. If you don't do this, then you can get blood clots. If you get a blood clot, you could definitely die. You know, and uh, he, so yeah, he was like, yeah, more or less. You know, <laughs> sometimes I sleep late and I don't take it because you know I take it in the morning and when I wake up it's at lunchtime and blah blah. Deidre came unglued. <laughs> I felt so sorry for it. That's her baby boy. When he answered it, I wanted to be like, why did you not lie? <laughs> like, why did you not lie to your mom and just make a mental note? He should I have need said, to start taking it every day. He should have said, uh, do you, I mean, would you rather me have lied about this? <laughs> right. Wouldn't you rather me have been honest no, and told you the truth? Yeah. He was like, I could have lied about this. And in my head, I was like, you should have, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like me and you are never going to hear the end of this now. Right. And so literally every day at Hudson, we're back to Hudson. You take your aspirin. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. That's my kid. Which uh I saw like a did y'all get Hudson a car? No, we have not got okay. A car. I saw a vehicle over there. I didn't know if that was his. Thomas had to take his car to get Thomas's touchscreen. <laughs> In his car has quit working. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Here's the bad part about it. It's not been working for a few months. And uh-huh. uh, he's been forced to listen to K-Love every day. <laughs> he can't turn it off. <laughs> well, he can turn it off. That's it. Silence or K-Love. You know what? That's what he gets for at, at any point in his life, switching the radio <laughs> on to K-Love. That's what you get. Yes. I mean, it's kind of like when our grandparents used to tell us not to make funny faces because sure, our faces could stick that like way. that. Well, you you shouldn't listen to Caleb. Stay off of Caleb at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we took it. Well, actually, Deidre took it. Well, she made this appointment to get it looked at tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then when she told Thomas, hey, come by here. When I get off work, I'll follow you out to the Chevy place and we'll go home. Um, Thomas was like, well, I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> and so he doesn't have a car. So we borrowed mom's car. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, we're actively looking for Hudson a car. Mm. He's He turns uh, 16 in, what, 35 days? So the pressure's on. <laughs> Cars are very expensive now, though. Yeah, I mean, look, if you don't have a car the day you turn 16, it's not the worst. It'll be the worst for him. (laughs) Thomas is so ready for Hudson to not ride to school with him in the morning, which doesn't make sense to me. I've been trying to tell him, like, look, one of y'all drive one week, the other one drive the next week. And save on gas. Yeah, save on gas. That will never happen. (laughs) They, They... Thomas and Hudson don't have a loving brotherly relationship like I hoped that they would. Right. They've been rivals from the day Hudson got here. Huh. And I don't know that they will ever not be rivals. It really, honestly, it bothers me a lot, you know? That's sad because while granted, you know, you know, when I mean, you grow up, you get a family. Yeah. And things change. Sure. But I honestly, you know, <laughs> as strange as my little brother is, I lament that we're not as close as we used to be when yeah. we were younger. Well, 
I was told one time by a wise man, um, whose name is Bob Way, Way Ray Shelton, their accounting firm here mm-hmm. in town, uh, that his boys were close when they were younger, you know, like when they were real young, and then they branched apart. And then as they got older, they came back together. I'm hoping that's what happens to my boys and that they'll slowly come back and realize that they're both not idiots, you know, mm-hmm. or realize they both are idiots probably is a better way to put <laughs> and it. And bond over that. Yeah, yeah, and bond over that. I've tried to get them, like, mutual hatred of me yeah, to bring them together. Yeah, I was just going to say, have they never teamed up against the parents? No, huh. no. They will rat each other out in a heartbeat. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That's just how they operate. Now, I, I think, and, and I'm, I'm confident when I say this, like, um, none of my kids are fighters, by the way. <laughs> I mean, they're my children. But let's say somebody was picking on Hudson. I think Thomas would be like, stop it, you know, <laughs> you leave think? him alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident in <laughs> okay. that. And vice versa. Yeah. You know, a Hudson really, uh, I mean, he's a little brother. He wants to have a good relationship with Thomas, but Thomas just – he just ain't into it. And so <laughs> poor Hudson. <laughs> Hudson has just gotten to the point of, well, if you don't like me, I don't like you, type thing. Gotcha. So yes, they have to get separated in the cars because Man. Hudson wants to listen to his music. Thomas well used to listen to his music because his car, his rules, you know. Right. Then they got or stuck <laughs> Forced to listen to Caleb <laughs> for the past few months. That's what you get. But Hudson would just bring his earbuds and put them in and crank it up all the way. So then Thomas, if he is in silence, has to listen to like earbud music from right. Hudson. Yeah, it just wasn't a good scene. So that's a little bit of picture into the Longs household. Right. I, I, that I can't manage it. I'm supposed to be able to manage my household as a deacon, <laughs> but I can't. Yeah, that's funny because me and my brother, which we've got five years in between us, so we weren't like super close in age, but we did come to a mutual understanding fairly quickly that, hey, we'll do better if if we don't rat each other out. Yeah, it's us against them. Because while, yes, while it may be fun to rat your brother out, he's got tons of dirt on you, too. Sure. So you just, it's the same way it works in Congress. You keep your mouth (laughs) shut. You don't go to the press and you get to stay in office longer. Well, as someone who had a brief brother relationship, mm-hmm. right, and then my brother passed away, I I tried to have I've had several conversations of like you guys have what I missed out on, you know, right. like you don't understand it, like you guys have a gift, you know, of of two guys together, you know, two bros that can hang out and all that. And they just they won't get on board with it. They've gotten better, I will say. Squander that. it. <laughs> yeah. And Thomas is better now than he's ever been. Uh, he's kind of matured to the point of where he's like, you know, his his whole perspective is anytime I did anything when they were younger, y'all got on to me. You know, <laughs> which is true. If you know, you that's got what, an older that's what kid comes with being the eldest yeah, kid, right. but so, you also got to do everything first. And so he was like, and this is Thomas to a T. He gets it from his mama, by the way. He was like, <laughs> so I just decided one day that I wasn't going to have anything to do with him anymore, so I wouldn't get in trouble. You know, <laughs> I'm like, that's not the way to manage it. <laughs> so he's gotten to a point where I think he realizes it's different. Like him and Libby have, uh, he's been letting Libby play on his Xbox and stuff in his little office room that he has, <laughs> okay. his little sweet room, yeah, which is cool. You know, I mean. 
three years ago, Thomas never would have done that. He's been a lot more tolerant of Hudson and helping him with music and things like that. So I, I it's chilling. But now Hudson's in that like I'm I'm a teenager. I'm always right. Also, I don't know how to manage this increased testosterone right. in my body phase that isn't helping things out either. So mm-hmm. maybe in a couple of years it'll all settle down. <laughs> if you're the praying type, pray for my boys. I want them to have a good relationship. I don't want them to be fighting at my funeral when I die one day over whatever, mm-hmm. you know, which hopefully Libby will take care of all that stuff. <laughs> She'll just be in charge of all that. All right. Take them to the woods and like leave them. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to well, they have to rely on each other to survive. <laughs> probably maybe it was last year. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna plan a guy's trip and we're gonna go do something. You know, I don't know. Maybe we'll go to Atlanta, go to a Braves game, you know, hang out for the weekend, mm-hmm. do whatever. I bet Libby did not like that idea. Oh, Libby didn't worry about it. <laughs> but when I brought it up to the boys, they're both like no, we know what you're trying to do. We don't no. want to do it. Both of them were like, we don't want to do it. And I was like, okay, I'll save the money then. You yeah. know, we could have had fun. So I was like, if we could just get over there. But I just want you to remember this when yeah. I die. Right. <laughs> yeah, that you, I tried. Yes, that your dad tried to have like a nice yeah. memory with y'all. Here, but y'all were too busy. My too plan cool. was to go to a Braves game. In the afternoon, get belligerently drunk and make my children have to care for me to get me back to the hotel. <laughs> what better bonding experience could they ever have? Then at the end of it, be like, we can't tell mom about any of this, guys. <laughs> you can't bring it up ever. <laughs> I may not be the best parent in the world. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. I think it's my turn to do a story. Um, all right, let's talk about TSA. TSA officers catch a passenger hiding bullets in a baby diaper at a New York airport. Good thing that baby <laughs> wasn't going through the MRI. <laughs> it was a loaded diaper, but not like you would think. <laughs> Security officers found 17 bullets concealed inside a disposable baby diaper Wednesday at New York's LaGuardia Airport. I was just there. It could have been me. You know <laughs> what? What was he thinking that this was gonna? Why did he think this was gonna pass? I don't know. What do you? Where's the pistol? You know, like what? Yeah, that's, a, that's an excellent yeah. question. Which one? We were flying out of LaGuardia. I'm pretty sure we saw a mob guy. He okay. Was in a, I mean, he was definitely Italian. Mm-hmm. He looked like a Sopranos character. It had on a, a velour velvet velour jumpsuit. No carry on. No bags, nothing. Hudson was like, he's flying somewhere. He's going to buy a gun when he gets there. He's going to kill somebody, get on a plane, and come back up here. I was like, I think you're right. Uh, All right. Officers, uh, security officers found 17 concealed bullets inside of a disposable baby diaper Wednesday um, when they pulled the otherwise clean diaper from a passenger's carry-on bag after it triggered an alarm in an X-ray machine at airport security. According to the agency, the passenger initially claimed he didn't know how the bullet-filled diaper ended up in his bag. I bet they've never heard that before. <laughs> sure. I have no idea how it's there, sir. Later, he suggested his girlfriend put it there. <laughs> Just threw his girlfriend under the bus. 
The TSA identified the passenger as a man from Arkansas. What up, Razorback? Was it you? <laughs> um, who was ticketed for a flight uh, to Chicago's Midway Airport, but did not disclose his name. Um, they cited him for unlawful possession of nine millimeter ammunition. Well, he wasn't planning on killing anybody if he had a nine millimeter. <laughs> um, messages seeking details were left with the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, which runs the airport and the Queens District Attorney's Office. The diaper disguiser is just the latest LaGuardia passenger to be flagged for packing bullets um, and sometimes a gun. It's a problem that's cropped up at airports across the United States. Well, I will say this shall not be infringed. All right. <laughs> I mean, unless thing and uh, things may have changed, but used to you can fly with a yeah a firearm. You just have to declare yeah, just, it. Yeah, you have to declare it, and I think keep it stored under the plane, like check it. Under yes, the plane. you can't. I mean, obviously, you can't have you it as a carry on. It can't be a no. carry on. No, but as so long as it's locked in a case and you declare it, and right. the TSA comes and checks it out, and then you. They you lock it and then they take it and then they put it on the yeah, plane. Right. But I mean, people trying to slip this stuff through, they're going you're what gonna get caught. Yeah, well, what are they thinking? Yeah. I don't they won't even let you take like a jar of Pepto-Bismol through the security thing. Yeah. Much less bullets. <laughs> Which if you don't have a gun, what good are the bullets doing you? Like if you're gun planning on Killing somebody, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to procure a gun. If you're procuring a gun, it can't be that hard to procure <laughs> ammo. Saying, you think that the gun is the hard part? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the ammo's definitely the easiest part of all of this. I mean, I'm thinking of uh, what was that movie? Was it in the line of fire or? Yeah, that was it. I don't know. Yeah, as a guy, he now as a movie from the nineties, but a guy he had a wooden gun. Okay, and the only metal part was the ammunition, and he put it in like a rabbit's foot keychain. Okay, and got it through security that way. That ain't too bad. <laughs> but again, I mean, I don't think that I don't think it would work that way for Maybe real life. Maybe this guy was just being a good steward of the Lord's money, and was like, "Well, if I gotta buy a gun, I already have the ammo, and I don't <laughs> want to spend that extra." He's Dave Ramsey. I don't want to spend that extra money. I don't know, but to put it in a baby diaper. Seems weird. Seems like you would weird. like drop it down the tubes of the stroller or something. You know, man. They, which I mean, they, they. I think they even like babies. They, they won them too, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Like if he had put that that ammunition in the baby's diaper on the baby, yeah, they would have still got found. We have to go. Hudson always has to go through the like body scan thing because right. of his pacemaker, mm-hmm. uh, which we got a card that we have to show them that's basically, it's got an x-ray of his pacemaker on it. And, uh, and they're like, okay, come over here. And they usually make a parent, always me go mm-hmm. through it with him. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> y'all are looking at my goober, you know, <laughs> but whatever. But even, yeah, I don't know if you got to take, I, I guess you got to push the stroller through the metal detector, you know, and it's probably going to ding because it's a stroller, but. I don't know. I don't hmm. know how all that works. Anybody I, listening to this that has successfully smuggled, smuggled something through yeah. TSA, you can be anonymous. Sure. But write right. in and, or let us know. 
I've had my uh my like bag, my check bag searched probably two or three times before. Mm-hmm. You know, you like get it back and it's got that <laughs> red sticker on it or whatever. My wife on our honeymoon, they like confiscated our uh, Astro Glide. Oh, for real? <laughs> they did. <laughs> she was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> like, Look, can I get that back later? <laughs> yeah, big plans here, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know why they have picked my bag to search, but I mean, I don't ever have anything in there. Mm-hmm. They just, I'm sure it's random or whatever, but yeah, probably two or three times they've looked through it. And one time we were going to Disney world, we were flying and I had like a 12 pack of Cokes in there, like wrapped up in trash bags and duct tape and everything. Mm-hmm. They cut all in open. And I was like, I could probably, I could see that. You're probably like, what is this guy smuggling? I was like, well, I just don't want to, my kids to be, whining for cokes at night and i don't have anything certainly don't want to pay disney prices for one (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah anyways don't smuggle bullets in baby yeah at all really (laughs) probably smartest best advice we could get speaking of disney how would you like to get uh $10,000 $10,000 worth of Disney gift cards for Christmas. Uh, I mean, that'd be fine. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. <laughs> Disney Plus <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> it's like a lifetime subscription. <laughs> I mean, uh, that just, you talk about a letdown. <laughs> Huge letdown. Uh, an Illinois family Christmas vacation to Disney was nearly ruined after grandparents mistakenly bought $10,000 worth of Disney Plus streaming service gift cards instead of Disney's parks gift cards. <laughs> you know when they figured it out? You know, like with a granddaughter or whoever was like, hey, Granny, <laughs> how many of these did you buy? <laughs> like, oh, 10 grand. <laughs> It's like, did a, you save the receipts? <laughs> it's like that old Simpsons joke where they go into Itchy and Scratchy Land and he gets like all his cash, like into in like Itchy dollars or whatever. But then he goes in there and like every single shop says, We don't accept <laughs> Itchy and <laughs> Scratchy dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a series of TikTok videos, Addie Costin explains that her parents were bringing a big, were planning a big family trip for all 16 family members. Man, who are these? The McAllisters? I don't know. 16? <laughs> That's a lot of people. Yeah. To save, I mean, Home Alone 1 and 2, fantastic movies. Yeah. But even as a little kid, I was like, this family can live in this house and afford to take their entire extended family to Paris. Sure. Come on now. That's rich. <laughs> That's rich, rich. <laughs> to save some money, Costin's parents decided to buy $10,000 worth of Disney gift cards from Sam's Club. Okay. <laughs> and then pay for the trip with those. Gift cards at Sam's Club are often discounted up to 25%, meaning... For every $100 gift card you buy, it would only cost you $75. Thus, a gift card purchase of $10,000 would likely save the family around $2,500. But Costin's parents made a major mistake. They accidentally purchased gift cards for Disney Plus streaming services <laughs> rather than for Disney parks. That's Cost- heartbreaking. <laughs> Costin said she realized the mistake when her parents, who were 78 years old, were having problems loading the gift cards correctly online. Quote, yep, we have $10,000 of Disney Plus streaming services 
That's over 70 years of Disney Plus, Costin said. <laughs> Lee. Costin made the TikTok videos in hopes of finding someone who would know how to rectify the situation, but the story was hit with a lot of criticism from commenters. Of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the right tax bracket to feel empathy for this situation, I don't think one TikTok user said. Others were confused about how the parents were able to buy that many gift cards in one sitting as many retailers have a limit on how many cards can be purchased at a time. That makes sense. Yeah. Like Sam's. Sure. They don't want they don't want to be out $2,500. Right. <laughs> uh, Costin, however, said that she is equally confused by that. I don't know why someone let them buy that many cards of the streaming services. Well, probably because they were like a nice old couple. Yeah, right. And whoever was behind the register was like, they're not reselling these online. Yeah, we're just like, who cares? <laughs> yes. It's some like person making $12 an hour. They're right. just like, whatever. I'll ring up the people who come through here. I don't care what you got. <laughs> so I don't, I don't get any commission. Yeah, right. I'm not making anything. <laughs> TikTok users were pointing out that the marketing on the Disney Plus cards is very clear that they are for the streaming service, not for the theme parks. But Costin said that her 78-year-old parents don't yeah. know the difference. Papa and Granny don't know. No, they don't know. They don't know what streaming yeah. is. I feel like <laughs> all the Disney they watch is probably on cable. Sure. They got VHS tapes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't even know how to like to... I mean, well, young kids today don't even know what a Blu-ray player is. Sure. You think, right. <laughs> you think Grandma no, knows? They have no clue. Yeah. Um. I feel like you just you escalate this up the chain at Sam's and go, mm -hmm. what can we do here? Or you get in touch with Disney. Hey, look, my parents made a huge mistake. They're <laughs> 78 years old. My whole family's planning on coming. Yeah. How can we transfer these or something like that? Did I mention one of us is trans? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we love grooming kids. <laughs> Hate DeSantis. <laughs> Costin said that Disney is, uh, they did get in touch with Disney. They are turning the $10,000 of Disney Plus gift cards into, they're they're transferring them to, right. to the cards for them. So yeah. I guess, you know, Grandpa, he did get his $2,500 sure. off after all. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would even throw in with Disney, like, as for helping this, I will get a subscription to Disney Plus, mm -hmm. you know, for a year or whatever. Just thank you so much for right. being cool about it. Yeah, you can't expect them to know, you know. That's where you're like, look, send me a picture before you buy anything else. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me approve any other gift card purchases you make. I can see how, though, because you're looking at the cards. It, it says Disney Plus, yeah. but it's just a plus. Well, and if you don't I can know see, what Disney Plus is. Yeah, I can see how someone who's elderly could make that mistake. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure Disney could too, you know. Mm -hmm. And what what their from their PR standpoint, what's worse going, we ain't gonna help you out, y'all are <laughs> right. stuck with this, or let's transfer these, let you come enjoy the park. You will post TikTok videos, everybody will watch those because they're already making fun of you. And Disney's probably like, we uh we're kind of at our bad PR yeah, limit right. we, for the moment. <laughs> we we've been in a little rough spot here lately. We our stock is worth half what it was <laughs> this time need, last year. We need all the help we can get. Are you bringing any young children? <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I'm glad it's got a happy ending. 
because man, oh, how much would it hurt to know you spend 10 grand on something? And then they're like, no. Nope. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, dang. Can you, I wonder, can you redeem that many Disney Plus <laughs> subscriptions? Like hypothetically, if you did get all those cards, yeah. could you enter them all in and then like know. pull up your little account and it's like you're good for the next 70 years? And is it illegal to resell a gift card at a discounted price? I mean, I wouldn't think so, but I don't know. Corporate like, America is awfully strong. Yeah, I'm sure there's all kind of terms and conditions. <laughs> right. But I was thinking like if you paid $100 for a gift card and you go, well, mm-hmm. I'll sell them all for 50 bucks and get at least half my money back. Right. You know? That'll make it sting a little less. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I would have probably been trying. <laughs> I if mean, Disney had said no. I'm sure you could find some, you know, drug trafficker somewhere. Yeah, there's got to be under some money. <laughs> Paul Paul learns how to use the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> He's trading Disney cards for uh, blood pressure medicine yeah. on the dark web. <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> They're the buyers. Like, okay, look, I'm going to give you the cash. But don't take this to a bank. Yeah. <laughs> you spend this in small bills right. at convenience stores. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Tesla. Let's talk about your boy Elon Musk company, Tesla. Yes. Um, one of their robots attacked an engineer with its claws. <laughs> I mean... Elon himself is the one trying to warn everybody about the dangers of AI. <laughs> he knows it better than anyone, I suppose. A ro- this is like this is like something out of a horror movie. This okay. is maximum overdrive in, <laughs> in the plant. A robot at Tesla allegedly attacked an engineer, stabbing its metal claws into his back and arm and leaving a trail of blood on the machinery, according to a 2021 injury report. Dang, didn't we have like a meteor shower a week ago? (laughs) I think so. It's night of the comet. (laughs) All over again. The resurfaced incident comes amid new concerns over automated technology and reports of injuries in Tesla's factories that have been allegedly swept under the rug. They're non-union, by the way. (laughs) That's why all this is happening. Uh, The 2021 report said that the worker was given no time off from work, despite eyewitness accounts saying the engineer was severely injured. We've had multiple workers who were injured, and one worker who died, whose injuries or deaths are not in these reports that Tesla is supposed to be accurately completing and submitting to the county in order to get tax incentives. Hannah Alexander, attorney for the nonprofit Workers' Defense Project, said. Um, Wow, that's all there is on that. Okay. Huh. Well. Robot stabs a Tesla employee. Yeah, he didn't get any time off work. (laughs) I mean, Elon does come from an emerald mining family. <laughs> right. <laughs> you better get in there and dig, buddy. <laughs> no time off. Elon's like, I sleep three hours a night. You don't need any time off. My robot stabbed you. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the robot like actually attacked him. Or, or he just got in the way of yeah, it. Yeah, like he was standing inside the yellow line or whatever by accident. My assumption is if we ask Tesla what happened, that's what they would say. Sure, right, yeah. Is that this was operator Operator malfunction. Yeah, yeah. But kind of scary. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't – I have no plant work experience, but I see all the – I've watched how it's made. 
You know, <laughs> I see all the machines they have, and in every one of them, I'm like, I would get my arm ripped off in a heartbeat because I would not be paying attention. Mm-hmm. I know you. You probably have to be like on your toes, right? To I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Right. I don't have. I mean, my my particular job is not one of the more dangerous, but yeah, you got to look out for. You get run over by a forklift. Sure. If you're not paying attention, you get right. You know, pulled into a tire machine or something. It's it happens. So we got a guy who uh, he he lost an arm oh, in a wow. rubber mill. Wow. But but I mean, he still works there. So, uh, one of my many jobs was working in our family's cotton gin. Mm-hmm. We had a cotton gin. And we had a guy, he was a gin hand that worked. He was farm hand, worked for Forever for us. Uh, his name was Paul Woods. And he had a brother named Piney Woods. <laughs> okay. They were characters. But Paul lost three fingers, his middle ring and pinkies, as nobody can sing, see, on his hand. One day we shut down for lunch and he reached to get a piece of cotton out of the gin head, which is just a big row of saw blades that spin so fast. They look like they're not spinning. You know, you ever seen that little, uh, whatever effect that is, not the parallax effect, but something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And, you know, loose cotton in a cotton gin could cause a fire or whatever. He's doing, cut all three of those fingers off. Mm. Yeah. Ouch. Pretty gruesome. Oof. So... From then on, every year, like the third grade class or whatever, would come to look at the cotton gin because it's Alabama and you learn about cotton and all this went on with cotton in Alabama. <laughs> Some of it not very good. And uh, he would give the safety talk when they came in. He would, he would put like one of those brown working gloves on over his hand and he would be like, all right, guys, you know, Number one rule is safety in the cotton gin. We don't touch anything. We don't look at anything. And it hold his hand up. He'd be like, because if you do, and he'd yank that glove off. He'd be like, you look like this. <laughs> All those kids would scream. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I know I could not do that. And I would I would be Paul Woods and have lost three fingers. Mm. He was a great dude, though. I loved him. He could light a cigarette lighter with just his index finger and his thing light a cigarette up with it he was a great carpenter too he was a cool dude yeah so anyways that's enough about paul woods let's talk about cajun curl bayou blended spice we want to thank them for their support check them out on cajuncurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount just throwing that in at the beginning there for everybody that way you can fast forward to the rest of this (laughs) created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish Louisiana it's a seasoning that goes on everything if you like cooking or eating this is a spice for you Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken beef pork potatoes and anything else you can think of putting it on Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them, on anything, will change your life. On the website, which is CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly in Taylorville, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace in Northport. 
All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl value blended spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, what do you say we go to the phones? Okay. It's been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> we have some phone, We have some messages. All we got to do is quit recording for a few weeks. <laughs> People will call in. Our first message comes from Rob. Hey, guys. This is Rob, a long-time listener. I've written in a couple times over the years. And I was actually about to again uh, after this most recent episode you did. But at the end of the show, you guys reminded people about phone messages. So here I am. Uh, first of all, I'm a Florida State fan, so it's bad enough how things worked out. Mm. But uh, it got even tougher having to hear you guys take on it. Anyway, I agree, though. Uh, this crap happens, and I don't think we'd have won it all anyway. So yeah, at least we can agree the Florida Gators suck, right? <laughs> um, anyway, I feel like I this might be a long-form version of Ask John Questions About Stuff. But when I heard you mention going to that fish concert on Y2KE, it reminded me, I think you're into the Grateful Dead. Uh, I'm no deadhead myself, but uh, like I found with most bands, once you get beyond their so-called hits, that's where the actual good songs are, and it seems to be true for them too. Um, I recently heard about a dead show that supposedly never happened and looked into it. I'm still not sure I fully understand it, but basically uh, there's people who say that the May 8th, 1977 concert at Cornell in Ithaca, New York, never actually happened and was part of some sort of intelligence agency operation involving LSD, MKUltra, mind control, all that stuff. Uh, so they say some organization was paying a group of college students to go around and record their shows, which sounds odd to me since there are already so many people doing that for free. But anyway, uh, the part of this experiment was to trick these students into believing the fall show happened. Apparently, the show's recording is considered one of the best performances by Dead fans, but those who say the show never happened uh, allege the audio is actually just a compilation from a bunch of other shows. Like I said, I uh, checked it out out of curiosity. I, you know, looked into it thinking it's probably nonsense, and maybe it all still is. But the one thing I noticed is that there doesn't appear to be any video or even a single photo from the show, which I wouldn't find suspicious like earlier in the band's career, but by 1977 that seems odd with how well the band was being documented by that point. You know, the huge following they had, all the recorders and all that. Uh, anyway, my question for John is A, have you heard this theory before? And B, do you have any thoughts or opinions on it? Thanks guys, love the show, Merry Christmas. Like Rob, yeah. I too am fascinated to hear your take on it because that is fascinating. Well, first of all, Rob, I take back everything I said about Florida State. <laughs> okay. Um, I haven't heard this theory. Uh, it is one of the uh, more famous of the dead shows. A lot of people consider it one of their best. I'm of the camp of it's just one of the best and cleanest recordings that we have you know mm-hmm. for a long time when people were trading tapes it was always like a really good you could get a good soundboard high quality 
copy of it. They've released it on CD since then. But uh, I haven't heard all of this. I believe it all. (laughs) Based on your brief description, I have talked to many people who have said they were at that show, you know, like online and stuff. Huh. You know, like, hey, I was there. But (laughs) Thank you, Mr. CIA agent. (laughs) I've also, I will say this, Legion Field holds 77,000 people. I've talked to at least 90,000 people who said they were at the 92 SEC Championship game when Antonio Langham intercepted (laughs) Shane Matthews' pass and ran it back to win. So a lot of people say there were a lot of places. Right. That's not convincing evidence to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know about the pictures. If there are, there aren't. But the Dead's played so many shows, I wouldn't know if there are pictures or not. I have seen, I think, an article from the Cornell newspaper about the show. Uh, but that could be a Again. CIA plant, too. <laughs> That's part of the experiment. Yeah. So, all of this, if I was on Mythbusters, I would say it's plausible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's a good show. I like listening to it. I listen to it every year on May 8th. If you want to know what I'm doing on May 8th, I'm outside of work, and I'm listening to that concert. I listen to it every year because it's a great show. Can we, if, if the show was a compilation of other shows, right? Has any, I wonder if anyone's ever tried to find out, well, what other shows were those performances from? That was going to be a point I would make on the counter side. Like, there's a lot of very distinct things that happen in this show musically mm-hmm. that um, aren't nec- that I haven't heard uh, replicated in other shows. You okay, know? like you know, the Dead, like any rock band, they have a, a lot of songs they play. They play a different set list every night. Now it's not a big deal to chop up a bunch of live recordings and make a new set list that that doesn't seem like that would be that hard to do but like the baseline at the beginning of Scarlet Begonias you would hear that in another show because it's incredible you know the <laughs> version of Deal which is my favorite song from that show by the way a lot of people may think that or not but I really like it I haven't heard that in any other Deal I've heard them play in mm-hmm. the literally hundreds of shows I've listened to so that part leans me to well maybe it is a real it really did happen so I don't know I'm I'm saying it probably did not that the dead couldn't be CIA plants not that a lot of people have not taken LSD and listened to the dead <laughs> not that MKK Ultra is fake or anything like that well we know it's not yeah we know it's now, not now I mean there's there's a lot of stuff that's attributed to MK Ultra that may right. or may not be true. Yeah. But the the program itself was a real thing. Sure. And we don't know as much about it as we wish we did because the CIA had all those files destroyed. Right. We just found a small portion of files that were stored somewhere else. Of course. And that's, and it came out. Yeah. So I would I would probably honestly would say that the show did happen. If it didn't, it wouldn't hurt my feelings any though. It right. wouldn't change how I felt about the dead or anything like that. So, you know, that's where I would land on it. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably will end up staying up all night looking into this. <laughs> uh, also, Rob, question for you. AC, the ACC or Florida State's trying to leave the ACC now. That's right. 
So are they coming to the SEC? We tried to get them a while back, you know, and they wouldn't come. Are they coming now? Are they going to the Big Ten? Where are they going? That's what I want to know. I'd like for them to come here. I think it'd be great to go to a game at Dope Walker Stadium. It seems like I saw something about uh, Florida's trying to keep them out. Yeah, Florida don't want right. them in. Of course Florida don't want them in. Nobody wants a team in their own stadium. Like Tennessee and Vanderbilt mm-hmm. doesn't matter, but Alabama and Auburn. Yeah, Florida's on record saying this conference ain't big enough for the two of yeah, us. Right. No, they don't want them. They don't want Miami. They don't want anybody in but them. But who cares what Florida's got to say, you know? I mean, yeah, this isn't the early 2000s anymore. Right. You think a road game at Doak Walker wouldn't be amazing to go to? It'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. You seen the chicks in the stands? <laughs> <laughs> the old tomahawk chop? Yeah. Oh, it'd be great. I love it. Yeah. Just come to the SEC. Join us mm-hmm. in our conference. Then, if you win the conference, you get to go to the playoffs. That's just how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, next message. Hey, what's up, Earth Odyssey? This is Marquette. It's uh, nice to go back to hearing you guys, John and Tiny. It's been a while since I've always listening to you guys, and now I'm trying to catch up. But um, you had a great last episode. I just wanted to say I'd vote for you if, John, if you want to do long 2025. Running on the platform of uh, Jesus, football, and McDonald's in that order. And uh, speaking of McDonald's, have you heard of the band Max Sabbath? It's a McDonald's-themed Black Sabbath tribute band. And uh, even if you're not a fan of those things, it's definitely worth a YouTube search. Um, I really like the Snap Crap uh, app in San Francisco. But uh, if they're in the market for a rebranding, they could go retro with an image of a guy with a milk mustache, but it's chocolate, and call it Got Crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also playing with Shark Francisco as an alternative. And uh, you did mention the Russian prison playlist, and I can definitely understand the torture of a monotonous playlist at uh, every customer service job I've ever had, as they play the same 25 songs over and over. <laughs> and uh, every few days I consider using the old faithful excuse of unrelenting diarrhea to get out of hearing single white female for the 150th day in a row. <laughs> oh, and I did hear that John loves some practical jokers on a few episodes back, and I'm a huge fan. Me and Love my boyfriend have actually seen Styles do stand-up comedy that particularly in John Nuka. Nice. And it was amazing. It was excellent. I was totally starstruck. I was like three rows from the front. It was amazing. Definitely, if you get a chance, it's, it's totally worth it. Um, I am uh, planning to become a Patreon, but because um, I really want to hear Chinese talk about British porn, <laughs> I'm waiting on that final stimulus package to come through before the complete destabilization of the economy so I can commit my five bucks a month. But um, happy Christmas, you guys, and I hope you have the best week. Well, thank you so much, Marquette. And yeah. the good news, at the rate of inflation, sure, it's not going to be long before five dollars is more like two dollars. Yeah, it's nothing. We're <laughs> we're bumping up against Argentinian times here. Yeah, thanks, Marquette. Yes, great name, great university, by the way, home of Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I would go to Marquette if my name was Marquette. Yeah, yeah. I think they won the national championship last year, didn't they? In basketball? Um, did they? I, well, I have no idea. We're a basketball school now, <laughs> Tiny. I thought we have uh, we have a couple more weeks. Yeah, a couple more weeks. And then we're a basketball school. Look, we've had a rough run here with our basketball team, but we've played 
some very, very good teams. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it's going to shape us up for conference play and we'll do pretty good. I think we're number 12 in the net rankings as far as like, you know, they take strength of schedule and all that stuff. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've we've dropped some games. It's been very frustrating. I've been wanting to really post a lot about Bama basketball, but we haven't <laughs> been doing good enough. To post. They're not letting me. <laughs> Let's see if we have any questions. And now it's time for Ask John questions about stuff. We like to ask questions on this show also. If you'd like to ask us a question, you can head on over to our Discord server and link in the show notes, or you can go to our website and fire them straight to us from there. That's earthoddity.net. A question, our first question comes from Mr. Smith. He says, Greetings and salutations, John. Could Tiny be puffing ganja when no one is around? My extended show seems to be exactly the same as the normal show. Only kidding, guys, about the ganja, not the show's. Thanks for the laughs, guys. Have a very nice Christmas and a new year from a longtime listener from a place far, far away. All right. Um, yeah, that's a I've never heard that before. Is well, any patrons out there? Are there are there uh what people don't know is uh the room we record in at Tiny's house is full of Bob Marley posters. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tie-dyed tapestry hanging on the wall. Yeah. I'm not saying he's smoking weed, but circumstantial <laughs> evidence points towards him smoking weed. <laughs> Is it possible I could be and not even realize it? <laughs> you short-term memory. <laughs> so, yes, tiny smoking weed. That's all I want to say. He's doing it all the time. Medicinally. Sure, yeah. He's got a, I have a prescription. He's got a prescription for it. <laughs> Uh, on a serious note, though, yeah, if you're a man, uh, send send me another message, like send me an email, okay, and you can and tell me more about that because the way it works. If you're listening to us on Spotify, I haven't listened to our Spotify feed, but if if that that could be a problem, that I need to get fixed. I know if you go to our if just the the Patreon website or the right. app, I'm posting. I mean, obviously, the extended show is not the same show as the regular show. Yeah, and if if that is the case, then yeah, that that may be a a bug that I need to get worked out. Now, on my Spotify, mm-hmm. I don't have Patreon episodes. Yeah, I don't either. I, I have to go to the Patreon app to listen to them, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. I typically don't. I mean, if I'm being honest, <laughs> I've kind of I've grown lax. I, sure, I don't listen. I listen to it when I edit it. And then I post it, yeah. and you get what you get. I haven't listened to the last extended show, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's always worked fine for me. Okay, maybe this is operator error. <laughs> Could you be puffing the conch? <laughs> maybe he's smoking weed. <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned! <laughs> uh, let's go see if we got anything over on Discord. Let's see. Have you? updated your discord username or whatever for for a month i got these messages every time i logged on it's like you can't be tiny anymore we need all our users to have a distinct 
no. username and you need to change yours. I haven't gotten that. And every single time I ignored it. And then one day last week, it's like, no, you go no further until you fix this. You shall not pass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I finally had to fix it. I'm so. still shaman of odd as far as I know, which must be distinct enough. <laughs> Maybe. I know that. Uh, What's your new username? I think it's Monster Renegade. Okay, all right. or something like that. Which in 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 our Discord server, it's still tiny, right? But now my unique Discord name is oh. something like that. Yeah, I don't. I think yeah. mine was Long John before you changed it to Shaman of Odd. <laughs> all right, we got a question here from that's our Bobo. Are you familiar with Tourette's guy? I'm not familiar with Tourette's guy. I'm not either. I had a guy with Tourette's who worked for me one time. Was it like a like just it wasn't anything cool. Like he okay. Wouldn't, he wouldn't cuss. He would, <laughs> right. he would go woo, woo. And he his mom was the at the time the superintendent of Tuscaloosa City Schools. Mm-hmm. And he would mask it by singing. So like we'd be in the back cutting <laughs> tomatoes or whatever, and he'd go, Woo. And he would just start singing. <laughs> I tried to do it. Like, I tried to think of a song to sing. He'd be like, Oh, he's I'm loving her today, <laughs> or something like that. And I went for a long time and didn't realize he had it. You just and thought he liked to sing. Yeah, I was just like, that's a weird way to start a verse. <laughs> and then one of his buddies, like his fraternity brother, was like, yeah. no, he's got Tourette's. But yeah, I don't know about Tourette's guy. He was a guy with Tourette's, though. <laughs> we worked with a guy. To be fair, I don't know that he had Tourette's. I just assume he did. <laughs> we called him Blinky because he was constantly blinking. Yeah. Like, weirdly, he was blinking a lot. <laughs> he may have been puffing on the ganja. Maybe. <laughs> but you'd be talking to him, and he was just, just constantly, it's like, oh, man. Blink. Like, actually, like, squinting his eyes. Did y'all call him Blinky to his face? <laughs> um. I didn't. Okay. I, <laughs> some guys who did. <laughs> of course. And we have a we have right here from Nicole. One of the neighbors on the street behind ours is playing their music so loud. My husband doesn't want to go tell them to turn it down, but he keeps complaining about how rude they are. I'm about to go tell them myself because his complaining annoys me more than the music. <laughs> it's only 6 p.m. I tried to be pretty mellow. Is it wrong to ask them to turn it down? It is not wrong to ask them to mm-hmm. turn it down. But, but I think your husband should do his own dirty I was work. I say, also, don't get your husband into a fight. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's always good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not wrong. I probably would wait till like the next day and just pop over there and be like, Hey guys, just, just so y'all know we could hear your music all night long. And if, if you don't mind, maybe keeping it quiet, it keeps my dog up or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or you may just be honest with me and be like, look, my husband whines about it. <laughs> He's not man enough yeah. to come over here and say something himself. Yeah. I just need y'all yeah. to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your music down a little bit. And I made you a delicious cake, mm-hmm. you know, to show you that I'm coming in peace, too. I will say, I don't know how you feel about this, but if I was in the situation and I was constantly complaining about this and then Tara went over there when I wasn't man enough to do it myself, yeah, I wouldn't 
I don't think I would get mad at her, but I would feel pretty rotten. Yeah. You know, I would feel like, you know, sure. like, man. <laughs> well, you know, we got new neighbors across the street from me, right? Yes. I hey, haven't met them yet. Not me either. Although okay. I've seen them. <laughs> I, you know me. I'm, every day I've been like, I should go over there and meet them. They're like, nah, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Now's not a good time. Well, they've been parked right behind the driveway on the street. Uh-oh. And uh, it's a little difficult to get my truck out. <laughs> But I think they got family over for the holidays, so I'm hoping that issue will resolve itself before mm-hmm. I back into their truck one morning on my way to work yeah. or their Explorer or whatever it is. But they have, like, Georgia Bulldog plates on it. Ooh. So I may take them an Alabama peace <laughs> offering. <laughs> you just... You should just hang a banner yeah, from y'all's right. second story, twenty seven, twenty four. How about that? How about that? <laughs> uh, but the people who own the house, well, you know, the the old people died that live there, right? But Deidre knows their daughter; they became friends, mm-hmm. and uh, so she's texted Deidre and said they're like really great people and awesome folks. So okay, because um, she knew them and just sold the house to them. So and they got two daughters. So I'm going to invite them to church. I'm sure they probably go to Highlands. <laughs> but I'm going to tell Can't them, compete with their fog machine. I'm going to tell them what Hudson said. Highlands is gay. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, uh, do y'all still have those lights or whatever? Yeah. Are oh, you talking about behind the yeah. uh, thing? It I changed think so. color? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's about as <laughs> that's, that's about as uh, up down as we'll maybe, tolerate. Maybe you can compete with islands. <laughs> <laughs> My church don't have any mood lights with our cool worship minister Brian. <laughs> Look, I love Brian. Uh-huh. I love Brian. How no much joke. do you love Brian? I love Brian as much as a straight Baptist can love another <laughs> man. Okay, all right. He looks like Wimpy from Popeye. The, right. uh, I pay you for a hamburger today, or I pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. Yes. Looks exactly like uh-huh. it. I think about it every time I see <laughs> We ended the Christmas Eve service with him singing the Lord's Prayer, you mm-hmm. know, very moving thing. All I could think about was <laughs> I'll pay you Thursday for a hamburger today. Right. <laughs> Inside, I was dying laughing at it. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I love Brian. Huh. Hudson, not so much. <laughs> Our next question comes from the driver. How many merit badges and skill awards did you accomplish? Okay. Um, oh, real quick. Are there? Okay. Oh, never mind. That's a, that's yeah. like a different different question. Okay. They phased out skill awards. Probably my second year in the okay. scouts. I don't remember how many of those I got. I don't remember how many merit badges I got, but it was thirty something. Okay. You know, thirty five maybe. In my brief I got enough. time of scouting, I think I did swimming. Okay. Fingerprinting. Okay. Orienteering. All right. Orienteering is a great one. Arch- archery. Archery is a difficult badge and to earn. One more. I don't remember what it okay. was, but I think it was some kind of like gimme badge. I should, if I'd have known this was coming, I'd have brought my merit badge sash <laughs> over here. I only had six, but I earned all three of my Eagle Palms, which I can't remember how many extra merit badges you had to earn to get mm-hmm. that, but I got all three of those. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they were all in stuff that I enjoyed to do. Mm-hmm. Part of it, well, all right, so when I first earned what they called marksmanship merit badge, that was rifle shooting and shotgun shooting combined. 
Then the year after I earned that, they broke them up. They broke them up into right. two separate badges. So I earned them again. So I kind of <laughs> maybe cheated a little bit on those. <laughs> but it was fun because you got to shoot guns. So, yeah. Yeah. I was shooting sports director one year at Boy Scout camp. People nice. don't know. Yeah. Taught kids how to use firearms all across West Alabama. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, and then our last question, again, the driver. Is there any songs that automatically invoke a memory? For example, the song Glory of Love by Peter. How do you say his last name? Soretta? Satara? Satara. Reminds me of the nightly dances at 4-H camp during the summer of 1986. Any any songs? Well, there's several songs that invoke memories to me. The one that popped in my mind is... Pre-Deidre, I was dating a girl, mm-hmm. and uh, we were at the Guthrie Smith Park in Fed, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, after dark, of course, and we were making out pretty hot and heavy in the car, <laughs> as teenagers will do from time. And uh, I was making my moves, you know, I was doing pretty good. And she stopped, you know, she was like, that's as far as I want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it was not as far as I wanted to go, for the record. <laughs> And right after she said that, uh, the Rolling Stones song, You Can't Always Get What You Want, came on the radio. I mean, like, <laughs> immediately after it. And uh, anytime I hear that song, I think back to that moment. <laughs> and it was, like, divine in a yeah, way. It's like the Lord. Yeah. Speaking yeah. to me through the Rolling Stones. Speaking to you through the radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just goes to show the Lord can use anybody. That's right. That's right. That's the one that popped in my mind. But, I mean, there's several. Um, old Dan Tucker, which is like a, you know, mm-hmm. old Dan Tucker was a fine old man. It's like a little bluegrass song or whatever. Yeah. You sing that with Thomas all the time growing up. <laughs> and so anytime I pick up the guitar, I'll play it just because... You know, I think about sitting in the living room floor playing it with mm-hmm. you as a kid. There's, I got a million of them, but the only one that's super funny is that one for me. <laughs> I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> Don't want to embarrass her. Uh, no. <laughs> she's, I think she's on her second marriage now. Okay. Oh, yeah. She missed the boat with me. She would still be married to me. Uh, yeah. She lives in Georgia, anyways. I don't think she much cares for me, you know, mm-hmm. and all my antics. So, which is understandable. I get it. I'm not the easiest pill to swallow. Yeah. But, yeah. But she was into me that night, just not as much as I wanted her to be. <laughs> Mine and Tara's wedding song was uh, Have I Told You Lately That I Loved You by Rod Stewart. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Uh, but when we were dating, <laughs> we used to make out and listen to the hinder it was <laughs> they, that, they did one album that, that i'm aware lips, of lips of an angel yes <laughs> that's beautiful yeah you need to just put that on one night in random there's been some nights here yeah. and there just pop it on <laughs> yes <laughs> Dater and i never really had a like a song or yeah. anything like that though she did not she still doesn't like music. No, know? really? Yeah. Uh-huh. To be as talented of a musician as she is, like, mm-hmm. she's a really great singer. She's uh, She she was great at playing flute and all that. No. <laughs> Not that flute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 
She just doesn't care. To, she doesn't listen to a lot of music. She listens to like Kayla, you oh, know. No. <laughs> yeah, she has no like real musical. She doesn't care about it. Right. So I'd be like, we should make this our song. She'd be like, I don't really care. I don't like songs. Yeah. <laughs> she knows every word to the damn Yankees. Can you take me higher? Mm-hmm. Or can you? T- is that the name of the song? Anyways, no. That's can you take me higher? Is uh, Creed, isn't it? What? Oh yeah. no, the song is just higher. What yeah. is what is that song? Can you take me high enough? That song. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. She knows every word of that song somehow. Huh. That was probably her and her previous boyfriend's song. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it for questions. Uh, one thing we do as this free show draws to a close is we need to thank our patrons. We thank every single one of you guys. We would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those fine individuals are Mr. Shiny Disco Balls, Mr. Shane White, Mr. Chris Payne, The Driver, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Sherry Heron, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Tyler Bond, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Nicole Walter, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. Right. Thank you guys so much for donating to the show. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity, where we have several different tiers, but the $5 here gets you Earth Oddity Extended, which is an extra show after this one. If you're not getting that show, let me know. My immediate recommendation would go to be go to patreon.com or download the Patreon app and That's right. you know, Sign in and listen to us from there. Uh, maybe if you're listening through Spotify, maybe you can try like unsubscribing and then resubscribing. Maybe yeah, maybe that'll work. fix it. I don't know. It's worth a shot. Yeah. Uh, but what are we going to talk about in the extended show today? Um, I don't know how to put it. I, we got a Brazilian <laughs> lady who is problematic. Okay. Um, I have a story about a certain health risk that rises during the holidays. Okay. And so this is, I guess, is a, a bit late for a PSA. <laughs> but uh, So everybody knows for next year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you suffered from this, write in and let us know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or a loved one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything else? No, that's it. Well, you've been listening to Earth Audio Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write in the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net, or you can go to our website, that's earthoddity.net, and you can write to us straight from there. If you would like to tweet at us, we're on X, uh, at underscore Earth Oddity on X and we have show art that is at underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server link in the show notes and we have a phone number that you can call or text like Rob did. That's right. Like Marquette did. Like Marquette did. What's that phone number? That's 662-493-2059 We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
Okay, patrons. We're here. All alone. <laughs> Just you and I. Yes. <laughs> Let me make my move so the Rolling Stones will play <laughs> their song. <laughs> Uh, did we even talk about, I think we just said, Hey, Christmas was nice or whatever, but yeah. anything. Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't get anything. My 13 year old.